All right, so welcome to BBM, Black Baby Moms. I'm your host, Margie. And um, today is a really interesting episode because I'm running back. One of my guest co-hosts, Rashad, is in the building. Welcome back. Hey, happy to be here. Appreciate the invitation as always. Yes, got you a little round of applause. You know? you. <laughs> um, and so as always, a little disclaimer, this is not your typical baby mama, baby daddy bashing. We're not going to be trash talking, none of that. Um, and so, you know, I've had Rashad, I've had you on the show before. We've talked about various topics surrounding like your past dating mothers or women with kids. Um, but tonight, you know, we're going to kind of dig a little bit deeper. Okay. You know? Definitely. And so um, let's just dive right in. So question, would you ever date a woman like myself or a mother who is a, an entrepreneur? And let me say, um, when you're dating somebody who's like an entrepreneur, this is like a female that is, you know, maybe on the go or mm -hmm. busy schedule and not just me, but on a higher caliber. And is it like selfish mm. or is it sacrifice? What do you think? Uh, do you think, so I guess to direct your question. So first you're asking, is it selfish or sacrifice for the entrepreneur? Exactly. Uh, to, to walk away from their like child for the time that they have to walk away. You know ooh, what I mean? I mean, I'm outside <laughs> looking in here, but I would say that would be pretty selfish because at the end of the day, you got to provide for a child. And the reason why I say that, and providing comes outside of money. You got, it takes time as well because, uh, a quick situation, well, quick story. Like I was talking to, uh, one of my nephew's uh, mothers or whatever. And she was saying like, she was working two jobs, trying to make more money, X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. But she noticed like when she wasn't around as often, her son, her younger son would be like, well, my nephew would ever be like, mommy, when are we gonna do this, that, and the third? You know, and she was just like, you know what? I gotta stop, you know, like, mm -hmm. end of the day, like, of course she can provide for them, but at the same time, she's like, man, like the time's the best, you know, uh, asset. So I would say that would be selfish. Your kid, time, uh, presence over presence, I'll put it that way. Yeah. Your presence is more important than buying them presents. Really? Yeah, that's mm. how I feel because if you're not around, how are you going to know? Like when kids might, you know, learn something, uh, you know, kids grow every day, you know, so you never know what's something they could learn. Like I want to ask their mom about this, but I can't ask mommy because only time I see her is at night when she's tired, you know, so she might Ooh. have the energy to do certain stuff. So that's interesting. Yeah, that's my perspective on it. Um, Again, I was looking at I don't have any children. So <laughs> not yet. <laughs> yeah, not yet. You know, we're going to speak towards this when we get there. But mm -hmm. yeah, um, I think that'd be kind of selfish to me. I think that's really um a good perspective to put out there because some um, kids definitely are growing up like, where's my mom or where's my dad or whatever. And then on the flip side, okay, I'm just going to play devil's advocate a little bit. Like somebody like a Cardi B mm -hmm. or, um, you know, somebody on that level mm -hmm. of, I'm pretty sure they don't have their kids all the time, yeah, but they, they're making, they're securing the bag, yeah. their future. Okay. Like wealth, not just being rich. And so I wonder, is that the sacrifice? And it's not really selfish. I think that I think that can be the sacrifice because another secondhanded story that I heard of was Ooh, with Vivica Fox, someone which I really think is rude to ask people about why they haven't had kids yet or when they why they didn't have children. Mm. And anyways, beyond that point, she answered the question gracefully because she said, you know, the reason why is because she was focused on the career. She said it was a point where 
she was about to have a child, but her family really told her, hey, do you really want to do this for whatever reason? Right. And then, because people always talk about legacies and stuff like that, right? When right. people have children, like, what are we going to leave for your legacy? And she was like, I have a legacy. I have, you know, I think she had four or five godchildren. And she said, that's my legacy right there. Raising those kids, help raising those kids. You know, I'd be spoiled on a previous episode I was on. It takes a village or whatever, right? It does. So she was like, you know, I could have did that, but I decided not to. And then I'm trying to think it was someone else that I was recently listening to that decided to step away from the music business or whatever, or entertainment realm, because they wanted to have a family. I can't think of who it is right now. It slips mm. my mind. But anyways, from that perspective, from what I've heard, again, I haven't experienced that, they were more so focused on like having a family than, you know, having the career of being like a superstar or whatever the case may be in the realm of entertainment. So that's yeah. interesting. So it almost feels like and sounds like women, especially, mm -hmm. um, have to sacrifice yeah. or say no family. Yeah. Um be Ooh. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. What's no, no, go no, ahead. I want to say another example of this. Uh I've heard from Eminem. He said in an interview a while ago, one of these magazines about a lot, he he had a chance to go on tour, but I think it was 50 Cent, Dr. Dre, and him mm -hmm. uh, on a world tour. And he was like, no, I don't want to because I barely see my daughter now, Haley, or whatever. Oh, wow. you know, I barely see my daughter now. Why well, everybody know Eminem daughter name? <laughs> I mean, he brought up a lot of music. He you sure know? did. But yeah, but he, I understand that now. Yeah. Older. Now, Grant, that, that tour would have grossed them billions of dollars. No question about that at that yeah. time, especially in the early 2000s. But at the same time, as you get older, I think as you experience certain stuff, it's like, bro, you can have all the money in the world, but at the end of the day, watch your family. What do you have? Like we said a second ago, legacies and stuff like that. You're not going to see your kids grow up. You go on tour and you know, you know, it's firsthand. I know secondhand kids grow up overnight. They like, sure do. It's like one day you seeing they a newborn, next day they're walking and talking. It's like, damn, when this happened, you know? Yeah. So I can understand that perspective. Sometimes you got to figure out what you want. Do you want to have this superstar status or whatever the case may be, or quote unquote, chase this bag? Or do you want to uh, have a good quality of life? Right. You know, because the two things go hand in hand. And what you, I think you're trying to say, I guess, a pair, comparison with a woman like you, like a nine to five, right? Yeah. Okay. I see that. But it depends. It depends on situations, case by case. Yeah. I think that's fair to say, because at the end of the day, um, you know, you have to do what's best for you. And for someone like Vivica Fox, I said, look, I'm not going to have any children and put them in this situation where it's like, mommy's not here or something like that. And it's almost though, like, we have to sacrifice. We have to either choose the career or the family um, as far as being an entrepreneur. Yes, nine to five can get it done. I'm doing it, taking care of my daughter, all that jazz. But I also have a uh, you know side business, a beauty business where I do hair and nails. Um, shout out Margie's Beauty, Two Wise. Make sure you follow me on the, on Instagram on that, <laughs> and um, and also podcasting. And so that's a job in itself um, outside of my nine to five, but it also takes time away from my daughter in a way. Mm -hmm. um, but this is this is a part of what I'm trying to build for me and her, or me and my family, and everything like that. So. It's, it's a balance, I feel. It's not always going to be selfish. It's like, you know, sometimes, you know, my daughter's with her dad or maybe having a play date or something and I can get some of the things that I want to get done. So it's not really like, oh, I was just throwing her to be whatever, but she actually is having fun and enjoying herself. But while I'm able to do some of the shit I got to do. And at the same time, sacrifice is like... Ugh, yeah, I want to I want to achieve the goals that I want to achieve. I want to be a side I have a side business and a hustler and all that. So, I have to Ooh, I remember who the woman was now. What's her name? Ah, uh, Emil from uh 
uh, Rockefeller. Remember the light skin woman? I do know? not. You don't remember a mill at all? Money class, money negative cash hoes. Golly, the I listeners know. might know who it is. Just sing the song or something. Money cash, hey, money class cash hoes. Oh, I know that. And it was the light skin woman that was, I think, on the hook or something like that. Okay, and okay. Mill, it was her. So she, she came like, out with like one song. Not she. She, she did a couple songs, but she never came with the album. She ended okay. up just not coming back to the studio period one day and her career ended, ended up ending. Ooh. But from what I was reading, she did that because she had a son. She's uh, like, oh, I could sit here. You see, we know how Rockefeller played out. Yeah. She could have been a part of that, but mm. she had a son she wanted to take care of. So she was like, fuck it. Oh, so that's really good. Okay, yeah. good point. So did she did she fumble the bag or did she really hmm. did she really come up because she you know what I'm saying yeah. like did she really like lose out on <laughs> thousands millions maybe possibly or did she really win because she decided to put her son first and they probably have a really great relationship yeah I would think you know it's about perspective <laughs> to, to me but I feel True. as though your kid more than anything man because you can have all that money like my parents ain't shit you make all this money but x y and z i'm pretty you were raised around spoiled kids i'm sure you know i was whoa like, how you know where i was raised around i'm Who just saying you? you went to school with people how you know that because i was i live in montgomery county it's not because you moved to montgomery <laughs> county you went to college with kids like that too okay was like, okay my mom went to school with bamas that they even like never had fist fights and shit i'm like bro what yeah so yeah, but some of them is that something that you have to do? You don't have to do, it, but it's a good <laughs> it's say. a good lesson to learn oh, okay. before you get to college. Mm. It's getting me away from the point, but basically, like, it's like everything's given to them, and it's like they have this spoiled mentality. Like I'm sure you work with motherfuckers like that too, where it's like, yeah. yo, dude, we're not we're not paying for lunch today, or something else will go left. Yeah, like, fuck this job X Y Z. It's not that serious, bro. They ain't never had go. nothing exactly. bad or any exactly. hardship. Exactly. You know? <laughs> okay, so, I yeah, hear you. Some people end up spoiled, you know, because it's like they never experienced any hardship or something like that. Fair. Kind of gets away from enough. the point. But basically, I was just saying, like, you know, like, to me, in my opinion, your family comes first. Family is always quality, first. Quality of life, man. Yeah. So. I think I agree 100%. Um, my daughter is always first. She will always come first. Like, everything I do around even the podcast or my nine to five or whatever is centered around my daughter's schedule too. If she's not feeling well, if she is not able to do this, that, and a third, I am not able to do it either. <laughs> so yeah, that's definitely fair. But at the same time, some of us moms really want to, you know, get the bat. You can. You, know you can saying? hire a nanny and then next thing you Whoa. know, your kid will learn a whole lot of other stuff, you know? <laughs> All right. All right, so that's fair to say. All right, so you don't have any children yet. No, I got a goddaughter. Okay, so perfect. Um, do you feel like it's okay for, um, I guess, an outside party, mm-hmm. maybe like a godfather, mm-hmm. or say you're dating a female that has a child, do you feel like it's okay for you to discipline kids that are not yours? Uh, I had to talk to the, the mother, actually the parents both about that, if that were to come into play, mm. you know, right now my goddaughter's only one, so it's not much I can really discipline. <laughs> she so, should not be yeah, disciplined. Exactly. Yet. So okay. that's a conversation I would have to have with the parents. So when you're possibly dating, mm-hmm. um, and there's somebody that already has a kid or something like that, mm-hmm. um, and y'all are getting pretty serious. This is hypothetically speaking, because these are realistic, you know, situations that really do happen. Definitely. I want to hear what you have to say about it. Do you feel like if you guys are pretty serious, if mm-hmm. you're dating somebody and y'all boyfriend or girlfriend, y'all are like established. I'm not talking about like you have a situationship. Yeah. Um, y'all are established and there's a child involved. Do you feel like you have the right to be like, hey, kid? Yeah. I feel like you have to. <laughs> because if you don't, you can't undermine uh, 
authority. Authority. Man. Mm. Once kids see that, man, it's like a shark in the water tasting blood. It's like, all right, mm. fuck, I'm a, I'm a, uh, what's the word? Amplify the situation. I can wear this in my favor. You know, kids are manipulative. I'm sure you know. They definitely are. Yeah, you know, they so, have their tricks. Exactly. Like you know, uh, I guess as I like got older, I started sitting with my parents between like my dad. You, you know, come from a blended family. Yeah. So yeah, so my dad disciplined my oldest brother. You know, it's not his biological son, but he disciplined him. You know, when he was getting out of line, because the nigga was wilding the fuck out. <laughs> you know, so um, yeah, I think you should. Okay. But again, I think that's fair to say. Gotta speak on it. Like I guess the whole parties involved. Like yo. If he gets out of line or she gets out of line, what should I do? Right. You know. I'm going to share a little story. I was dating somebody and we were like, you know, official. We were together and I had um, Gigi. And um, I never really had any other male discipline her besides her father because he is active in her life. Like, you know, I don't have any disciplinary issues. But me and my ex were dating and, you know, we're together and, um, he kind of disciplined G. And I felt like I was like, whoa, whoa. But it was also like, I think he had a right because mm-hmm. we were like, you know, together and my daughter was around him. And um, it was kind of like, you know, it was okay. I but see. at first in my gut, I was like, whoa, nigga, slow down. Yeah. It's not her daddy. But at the end of the day, we were together and he was somebody she knew and he knew her. And, you know, my daughter was comfortable and um, I felt like it was acceptable. But you're right. It has to be something like you have a conversation. Like you cannot just be like, oh, we, we just are dating or we're, we're fucking around. And yeah. I see your kid and I get to like put her in timeout or tell her to sit down and be quiet or do not. No, yeah. in a minute. But also on the flip side, you know, we're not the generation before us where everybody's kids was like, you know, everybody took care of everybody. Yeah, community. Community. Yeah. I don't think we have that in this tradition or this generation More anymore. Of reasons, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think that was just interesting to hear your perspective. Yeah, definitely. Because it was like that Like when I grew up, like anytime, because <laughs> I, so I have older brothers, every once in a while, like my brothers get home before me from school or something like that. So my dad gave them the house key to the oldest ones. Sometimes niggas lose house keys. Mm. So, you know, my brother might have to break into the house somehow. Next thing you know, my neighbors. Hey, my oldest brother name my name is Shiraz. So, hey, t- uh, Tony, what's uh, what's ha- what, what happened? Shiraz, uh, Shiraz broke into the house, basically broke the uh the screen of the window. Or something oh my like god, that. <laughs> shit like that. But you know, my dad would have known because he come home, the screen's fucked. Like you know, the kids gonna play dumb. Yeah, neighbors gonna say, hey, I seen him do X, Y, and Z. You know. But nowadays, if somebody did that, do you feel like it would be received the same way? Where it's like, oh, you was just looking out. Or is it kind of like, I mean, if I was in your brother's shoes, I might go mind your business. Yeah, that's what I said, of course. You know, like, of you course. don't know what I got going on. Exactly. But, but um, yeah, this generation is not like that, I don't feel. Yeah, very, everybody's kind of like, yo, mind my business, stay in my lane type of situation. But at the same time, it's like, that's why things remain the same. Yeah. You know, you can't really improve if you're not making efforts action, or doing actionable things to improve your area or whatever, you know? Okay, period. That's, how, that's just how it goes. You so better speak. That? Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's the truth, son, because Alabama's is so standoffish now. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody wants to be a jackass to everybody for whatever reason. <laughs> yeah. Which, that's how you feel cool, but... Well, people live on, like, the negative. That's the thing. Yeah. Like, have you ever heard of that? Like, where people literally look at, the, like, the... Worst case scenario? Worst case scenario, or, like, they view things negatively, like, before they view it in a positive way. Yeah. That's just the way the world works. A it's lot of entertaining for people. Exactly. For the negative. So right. You gotta retrain your mind. That's a whole other conversation. But Ooh, yeah. deep. 
retrain your mind yeah. and your thoughts. You got to thoughts pending. Exactly. <laughs> what you got to, though, if yeah. you don't, like it's gonna it, things are gonna remain the same. Yeah. And that's in anything you do. It could be a job, dating, whatever. Like if you don't reprogram the way you think, and it takes time. It's an uphill battle. It really especially is. Especially for like it's not my, easy. Yeah. Like when I'm in my earlier twenties, I was like, yo, son, this is, how am I gonna figure this shit out? Mm-hmm. I just found a way to makes you work in my favor, but it's time. Yeah, you gotta control your thoughts and your mind. You do. Um, and it's a lot easier said than done. Yeah. Um, but it does it it does make a difference when yeah. you work at it. As corny as it sounds, that's the simplest solution, son. But like I said, you gotta want it. If you want it to be the change you want to see. Yeah. Simple as that. Yeah. All right. So that brings me into okay, say y'all are pretty serious or whatever. Um, thoughts on living together with someone with kids. Um, one or multiple kids. How do you feel about that? Gotta be married. You feel really like feel you need like to, be to be married. married to mm. get to that point. Because, yes. <laughs> because if you're not, you guys are just gonna get comfortable with your situation. Oh, so Both men get are. comfortable. Nah, Everybody nah. gets comfortable. No, no, no. Why not? Men get more comfortable than women because I guarantee you a female that's already living with their, their mate mm-hmm. or whatever, mm-hmm. um, it's probably like, when am I get my ring if they're not already married? A man is probably, I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong. I, I can't speak for every man. I don't know everything's situational. But I, you're right. People get comfortable. Men especially may feel like if I already got her in the crib, she already doing this, that, and the third. Why I got to propose? There's some women that might not want no white man paperwork either. Whoa. Is Oprah married? Whoa. Oprah is Oprah. Okay, oh, we're talking excuse. Oprah. I'm just saying though, <laughs> most moguls, you know, women that are are, are not of uh, the echelon, yeah. are married. It's a business thing anyway. And that brings me back to the first initial question, which was sacrifice or selfish. And I feel like Oprah's somebody that literally uh, sacrificed yeah. either the career or the family. Definitely, and she Stedman's absolutely chose. Yeah, Stedman, I've been hanging around, but they've never been married. Never been married. You know, not nothing wrong with that. But she never I mean, had kids. I'm, yeah, yeah, she did have one. She has a kid. He passed because she was raped. Oh, got the whole situation behind wow. all that. But yeah, she did have a child. I didn't know that. Okay, yeah, okay. I, I looked the right way back in the day. I got pulled. You night. better do your research. <laughs> but yeah, but nah, young. Like also, I uh, got a subscription to Forbes a couple of years ago, and I was looking at all the, I guess you could say, powerful women or whatever. Most of them were divorcees, mm-hmm. you know, that inherited the money from their situation or whatever. But for the most part. A lot of them are married. Oh, so I just need to get married and then divorce is if what you you're trying to, to say? If you, if you can get work the bag. out your favor, go for it. Right, it depends. Forget it. Forget it. I mean, everything comes, all you I'm saying is that everything comes with the price. It does. It's not always a financial thing, you know? But for yeah. the most part, most women that are higher up, they could with just smacking and decking. End of the day, the only difference is just the tax bracket. So you're still a human being at the end of the day. Yeah. You know? So, okay. You, you mean make, you're still a human being? Married or not? Yeah, exactly. Okay. I mean, okay. not only that, just no matter how much money you got either. Oh, money, no money matter what your yeah economic okay because you class. can do. Prime example: Jeff Bezos' wife. After they got divorced, she married a fucking high school teacher, bro. Who is Jeff Bezos? The guy that runs Amazon. Ah, yeah. okay. And his wife donated all that money, or whatever, because she's a billionaire or whatever. Okay. Then she was went back and married a fucking high school science teacher. See, the money so, doesn't even matter. Exactly. She's already. Filthy it's all about rich. perspective. Like I said, like I said before, son, it's all about perspective, son. I mean, he, of course, they broke up because he ended up smashing like his friend's wife. Oh, but... so he was cheating. Yeah, mm. but, yeah. I don't like the way you said that. Like, well, I mean, it's, like, uh, as, as yes. Okay. Well, another thing I'll talk about as well, even though I don't, I've heard from the outside looking in, mm-hmm. when people get in those different de- tax brackets and stuff, other things are in play. When you're a billionaire, where is she going to go? I'm gonna do the fuck I feel like. That ain't got nothing to do with the money. I, I mean, feel. it may not have fit. Money buys tolerance, Margie. Tolerance. Tell me it doesn't. 
I mean, if you got a billion dollars, you might be able to cheat on me a few times. That's what I'm saying. So it buys tolerance. <laughs> Money buys tolerance. I've learned. So. But uh, but am I allowed to cheat also, or is it like that? I don't know. Situation is different. <laughs> okay, but that's a different like, conversation. Yeah, I guess to put a pin on that conversation is just that when you deal with somebody that's of that ilk or whatever, like a celebrity, or whatever, you share them with the world. That's true. You really are. Your life is a now a public spectacle, regardless of what y'all do. That Somebody is true. go to the grocery store real quick. Then they called me out of here with my pajamas on. I was just trying to get some food real quick. Everybody in your business. Yeah. So mm. you're sharing that person with the world. So again, it's a price for everything. It's not always financial. And so. so let me ask you this. Would you pay the price if the, the price is right? It depends on the you woman. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's a couple <laughs> celebrity women that I definitely would like to holler at and deal with. Yeah. But, you know, it depends. I'm, I'll be open to yeah, it. Yeah, right. It is. A prime example, Jordan Dunn. A, a Jordan big, Dunn. She's a model. Okay. A supermodel at that. So I remember, like, uh, I tweeted her a long time ago, back when the uh, Victoria's Secret fashion show, whatever. Things like 2014. Okay. So I've tweeted her, whatever, and she tweeted me back a kissy emoji. I'm oh. like, oh, bet you still and remember that tweet, back. huh? Yeah, we <laughs> follow each other on Twitter. Nah, y'all friends now on Twitter. Oh, what? I mean, on uh, Twitter, not in real life. She's engaged yeah, yeah. now. I mean, oh, and all that. But that kiss didn't go far. It went far enough for me. Okay. But either way, I was just thinking to myself, like, yo, if that situation would have presented itself, because she has a son. She had a son at the time as well. I was like, hey, stepdad, cool. Would've you would have been stepdaddy Rashad. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if it would have worked out that exactly. way. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So, like, yeah, if the price situations. is right and certain situation is yeah. right. And beyond that, I mean, I don't know a person, but she's like a pretty cool young lady. So. <laughs> We're peer, I mean, she's only like a year apart. So I'm like, hey, we got some relatable, relatable stuff. So fair yeah, enough. It depends. Okay, so living together, you know, it would depend on the the person, or you said just marriage. You have to be married. Yeah. Oh yeah, for moving in together. Yeah. I thought we should be married because yeah, we're going to get we are going to get comfortable. I feel as though. So marriage know. before moving in together. Absolutely. Yeah. What's, what's, gonna be, what's the point of getting married now? We already together. That's traditional. Yeah. But a lot of people these days, you know, are doing things yeah. ass backwards, including myself. Well, yeah, um, we all do. It <laughs> happens with humans. Um, but you have the right mindset, I feel, and to wait and to you know definitely get married first. Trying to. It works out that way. Yeah, that's the goal. I think you can do it. Mm -hmm. Um, and the fact that you already know what you want, as far as like no if ands or buts. Now, what if somebody is like, you know, you're dating and you guys are madly in love, mm -hmm. and she says, "I want to move in with you, Rashad." What are you gonna say? And you're not ready to get married quite yet. What is, what we're is your have, answer? What say out. you? We're gonna have to. I'm gonna have to figure that out. I'm gonna figure out where is it going. Mm, you wouldn't. You wouldn't. Just say okay. Let's move in together. Like, okay, no, we have to talk. We're in about love. That. Love don't pay the bills, man. Whoa! Come on, let's be real here. Okay. You don't go to court when you know you get divorced. I want half my love back, like Dr. Umar said. Not half. Nobody negotiates like yo. You take a half my bank account. I want half my love back as well. I'm like no. So now nah, that's a conversation we have to have because my whole thing, as I've learned from dating a whole lot, and we'll talk about that later a little bit. But like. Um, you gotta be ready to take somebody for exactly who they are right now, not for who they could be, because potential ruins a lot of stuff. Facts. A lot. You know, you be thinking like, oh, well, she could be like this one day. No, who is she right now? Can mm -hmm. I deal with this right now? Because this might be the her ceiling, even though I don't think it's her ceiling. But for her, who am I to say, hey, you should start doing this going forward. Now we're together. No, that's not my place. Right. I got to figure out how I want to deal with it. Yeah. You know. So that's yeah. how I look at it, and vice versa. Yeah. No. Same. I think for me to live with a guy, um, we need to be engaged and then, that. you know, like already leading towards marriage, um, if not already married. Yeah. Um, I, I don't condone shacking up. Um, yeah, and I already nice. have a kid, been there, done that. 
don't do it. <laughs> All right. So um, flipping the switch a little bit. Um, so what's something that you've learned about yourself this mm. year? 2021 is coming to an end. We're in December 2021. Yeah. All year, you know, things have happened. It's been a shit show, honestly. A little bit. <laughs> but a lot of good things have happened. And I'm sure you've been through a mix of things. Um, so what's something that you've learned? Uh, I would say the best, hmm, I learned a few lessons young, but mm. I would really say the main one I really learned is probably just, well, well, something I learned about myself is that when it comes to dating or whatever, it's more so about like uh, time spent versus what we're doing. Mm. I feel like time is the best currency, you know? So it was like, cause the end of the day, it could be all great. And then that very next day, y'all might not talk ever again for whatever crazy ass reason. I have that happen. Yeah, it happened, it happened to me too. <laughs> but you know, but it's just like, hey man, it, we had a blast during this time. It was cool. But if you want to go your separate way, that's fine. I'm not gonna force somebody to do something they don't want to do. Yeah. That's something I learned about myself. Like, I feel like uh, I always appreciate time more than anything else. Facts. You know, because it's not guaranteed either. Anything can happen. Oh, I love that. Um, and then on top of that, what's something else I learned, I guess, overall? Um, just being okay with being out of the mix with shit. Yeah. Like, I don't have to know everything. I don't need to have all the answers or everything. Just let things work out the way they're supposed to. The more you try to force situations into your favor, the more it goes, it runs further away from you. I feel like I've learned that jobs, dating, whatever. It's just like, man, I want this to go to occur. All right, so I'm going to try to start doing this going forward. Like, mm, you don't have to go all around the way to do it. Just let it come to you. So trying to force stuff towards you. Don't let, don't, you don't got to force it. Yeah. That is don't. something that I definitely, I can agree with you on that. This year, 2021, I am learning do not force anything. Yeah. What is for you will happen naturally. You yeah, know what I mean? Definitely. Um, you definitely have to work for some things, but you know, when you get to the point of like forcing it, like you know what that feeling is, it's it's not for you. Yeah, and then and only that, let's say if you do get it, it'll probably be a temporary thing. It's like yeah. a temporary high. You know, it's like you're chasing this high for whatever reason, but once it goes past, like, damn, that's it, bro. Like, I got it. Now what am I gonna do next? You know, you always gotta find ways to keep yourself engaged and challenged them however that works for you. Yeah. So. No, I love that. Um, and so next, uh, you know, question for you is mm -hmm. what's clearly a scam, but it's so normalized and people don't notice it. Nostalgia is a scam. What elaborate? So think about it like this and it depends on the perspective. I find nostalgia is a scam because at the end of the day, you're pretty much just getting taxed on something to relive a situation or relive the past. I feel like mm. prime example for me. Spider-Man, y'all get mad at me all you want. There's been 12 Spider-Man movies since 2002. Like, it's enough is enough, bro. Yeah. I get this. so many other characters we could watch yeah. in the Marvel Universe to yeah. me. And then beyond movies and entertainment, whatever, video games. So I don't know if you saw, but Grand Theft Auto just came back out again. But definitely did not brought see. back all the old versions from like Grand Theft Auto 3, Vice City, and San Andreas. And then they're charged, I think, like $60 a piece for a game that they made 20 years ago. Scam. That to me is a scam. Nostalgia. And we can go take it to clothes. Fashion. Oh. Retro Jordans keep coming out every fucking year since 85. So that's a scam because. You're buying into what? Mm. To me. Now, you might have played devil's advocate if you want to be my guest, but I just think nostalgia is a scam. I was going to say something totally different. I'm with it. Let's, let's hear it. 
I think that that whole stupid Bitcoin um, thing. Bitcoin, what's that? Maybe I'm saying it wrong. Bitcoin. Oh, Bitcoin? <laughs> but the scammers. Uh, I mean, like. You're talking about. The scammers uh, on, like, Instagram I can't and make shit like that. that. Damn, uh, what, what but, yeah, but they're basically, like, scammers. Like, legit, my cousin just got scammed. And it was like, he was sending me all these, like, messages. <laughs> Send me five thousand dollars. I just oh, want cash, cash app, app. All this shit. Yeah, and it's happens. literally made to make people think they're gonna get rich instantly. Like my question is, why do you think that anybody's about to send you like five thousand dollars, and they don't even you have done nothing? Hmm. <laughs> I mean, it depends. Uh, is that real or? It's, it can be depending on what, not that per se, but certain. Uh, how can I say the certain? Um, damn, I'm trying to think of it. Certain like, asset classes or whatever the case may be, they can be real. Yeah. But as far as um, crypto, that's the term. The oh yeah, stuff, yeah, yeah. Okay. Varies. That's out of my wheelhouse. But I I do know people that have made real money off the crypto stuff. The only thing about it is the feds are kicking in Ooh, a little bit. Not the feds. Yeah, you know, the, or on taxing them and stuff like that. So that is above my pay grade. I would say please do your research before you get involved in any of that stuff. Yeah. But um, as far as the cash that stuff though, think about it like this: we've all been pretty much locked away in the house or whatever since this whole COVID stuff's going, you know, arise. So now it's kind of like people are like desperate. If you show me where I can make way more money today versus how I make uh, make, uh, more money tomorrow than I make it today, why not take the chance? People going to do it. Yeah. They're going to try it at least. You know, people saw here still doing bank heist and shit. Not bank heist. I mean, (gasps) you see the news like I do. I actually don't. I turn the news off. You don't. I mean, (laughs) word of mouth is travels fast as well but i'm sure you know around the holiday season when crime starts to boost up like maybe that's what it is um yeah. you know holidays approaching people are getting really desperate money is tight and um honestly the pandemic fucked a lot of people up yeah it still um, is. yeah for real and COVID 19 is happening again we're in another wave and um so okay so that is a scam in itself that whole Bitcoin crypto? and crypto and stuff if you're not doing it the right way. All right. So that's your crypto uh, analysis for now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess I'll take the helm for a second. Okay. For you, uh, what was your most memorable date and why was it memorable? And if you got to think about it, I can go first. Please do. Guess anyway. Oh, that's so a I tough have, one. Okay. So I got two. So I'm going to start with the <laughs> first one. It was when uh, back... Shoot, it was in my twenties. Yeah, so it's all exoneration now. I mean, you're thirty, so hey, they don't act like that was so long ago. I mean, it might have been, maybe been twenty five, twenty one. All right, but nah. One was like I went to uh, Dave and Buster's with the young lady okay. at the time of my fucking life. Like we were playing like air hockey and all that good shit, and we went Dutch. Okay, so that was your that was one of the best dates because you didn't have to pay for the whole fucking bill. Yeah, that's that's why <laughs> you Listen, feel son, when I was dating. You didn't when, mention nothing about the date itself. I just told him we played air hockey and shit. And it was oh, great. We played okay. air hockey, got real competitive. I got my ass kicked. I wasn't purposely losing either. She was just very competitive. You weren't purposely. I wasn't. Y'all niggas you know, be purposely. Some niggas do <laughs> to try to you know get some action, but I okay. didn't do all that. But yeah, and then you know we, we reconnected after the, the Dave and Buster soiree. Okay, you know did a little something, something. but um that was a fun date. Okay. For me, you know. I- so I'm hearing you as a man, uh-huh. like when um your date mm-hmm. maybe splits the bill. <laughs> I wouldn't say that. I would say when I see some other efforts. Yeah. Okay. You know, Cause I mean, it wasn't besides like, you know, going Dutch, that really wasn't a big deal. I could have took care of it or whatever, but she was like, oh, okay. And then, you know, 
ended up going back to the crib. So respect. It, it was know, great. Shout out to her. Yeah, like I was saying, like when I was dating, like when I really couldn't afford to date, like and, and was dating, it was way more fun compared to now. Cause now I can afford to date and it's very difficult. But that's another conversation. That doesn't make sense. It doesn't, but that's the way what? my life works. Sorry, Margie. Okay, my that's life doesn't make sense either. I don't judge. Yeah, right, judge know. free zone. <laughs> but yeah, but um, and then I guess not. The, I guess the second most memorable date was early this year. Okay, uh, I went to Eric Badu concert. Mm. That was an experience. Mm. Like, that did was she great. show up on time? Eric no, Badu. she didn't. <laughs> she was of late. Course. As I always say, niggas gonna nick. She did not yeah. show up on time, but it was an experience. It was great. She made up for that time she lost. Like interesting, yeah. It was at the uh MGM. Oh, yeah, yeah. it was. Which I will also say, like when you go to the concerts for MGM, sign get there early because I don't know what kind of weird shit they was on. They could shut down all the parking lot stuff for this one lot in the back. Yeah, and niggas walking. Then my day, she had on like heels and shit. So I got to hold her while we're trying to walk through the dark ass. You had to room. hold her. Never she mind. Was... Forget it. What? Go ahead. Let me feed her sometime. Oh, try that's take, so sweet. Try to take the pressure off. Okay. But yeah, but either way. Yeah, those are two of my most memorable dates. That sounds really like, you know, good times. Yeah, I lived the life. Okay. Do <laughs> you remember yours yet? I do. I, I can name a few. Um, yeah. I don't know if they're like my top favorite ones, but um, <clears throat> I have been out before, treated, wine and dine, all that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of my most memorable ones is like when a guy does like, an excursion like an like a whole day mm-hmm. for me and him and like that kind of thing um one time we were doing like top golf we went to a place in dc like a bar a lounge okay. <laughs> um and then he took me to this restaurant i mean it was like a full planned out day honestly it was really like yeah and he picked me up he drove me around and you know paid for everything i didn't have to and it wasn't even like he was like expecting me to pay it was like literally like don't worry about none of that like i i I got it financially so to me that was one of my favorite dates where he took me to top golf we went to dc we went out to eat like that kind of thing is really like you get points for that because it's not like, oh, you just took me out to dinner and then tried to get me back home and whatever. Um, But it was like, it was well thought out. And it was like, we was just really vibing out, having a good time. We weren't ready to be done. So that was, um, that actually was this year, 2021. Um, Yeah, that was a good time. And then um, one of my other most memorable, maybe favorite um, dates was actually in Miami. Oh, wow. Yeah, I was um, with somebody I was dating. Mm-hmm. And um, same thing, kind of like he just went all out. We were in Miami, went to this club where you put the headphones on. And, oh, yeah. I see, like a listen, kind of like a listening party. So well, like, it's like, like this club. And I don't know. Silent Disco was it called, right? Kind of. I it's like you. the DJ plays. And it's like a club, like legit. Mm-hmm. But if you want to hear different kind of music, you can put on the headphones and vibe out to the music genre wow. you want while the DJ is playing something else. So he took me to this spot in Miami and I was like, I love this place. Um, and so it was really cool. And, and like people had headphones on slash people were just in the party, the people that liked the DJ music. And right. so that was cool. You this was a vacation though. This was, this was a vacation. Wow. It was, it was. We'll talk about that off air a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that was obviously a top memorable uh, date. You know, um, wow. fly me out, flew me up. It's like that. Um, and so that was a good time. Definitely. Mm-hmm. I guess well, I'll switch gears a little bit. Okay. One of my last question I wanted to ask you. So how have you been able to maintain your identity while balancing motherhood and a career? Mm. 
That's interesting. I feel like I have always um, just remained true to who I am. Um, even after I had my daughter, I was still this, you know, fun and outgoing person. I still am. And I like to enjoy myself and make sure she's, you know, good. But I, I also like to, you know, keep building and improving myself and growing myself in a way. Um, you know what I mean? Like even in my career path, I don't just get comfortable if I feel like it's not a good fit or if I feel like I can I can reach more, like I, I deserve more. I go after that too. And I don't just stop because I'm like, I don't want to do it because I'm, I'm already comfortable. I already have my daughter. We already, you know, set up this way. No challenge. I challenge myself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so my identity has always been, I just remain true to who I am. Um, this fun, outgoing person, and I'm not going to change who I am just because I had a child and I have to like fit the quote unquote like mode for everyone else like looking in on my life. I'm sure there may be people that, you know, look at Margie and be like, whoa, you need to simmer down a little bit. But guess what? This is who I am and this is my identity. And so I'm not changing for anybody. Nah, you know, one <laughs> thing I'll say, like, I guess to close out the episode a little bit, but yeah. one thing I always appreciate about you is the fact that you've had, had a child and it hasn't changed anything because some of my peers you know they get married they have a child or anything can happen life happens so not holding against anybody but some people kind of just get like forget about you yeah which that happens i get it life you have a life change situation that occurs and it's like yo you don't hold me but i'm focusing on this now this is it like me and my significant other or me and my child or me and my family yeah career that's it like i'll see you when i see you which is cool but for you that's why i appreciate and love about you because it's like no matter what still like fresh me at morgan yeah regardless period Right, yeah. whenever, hang whenever. So, yeah, definitely. I had to remain true. Like, you know, I, this is really who I am. And I know exactly what you mean when it, I definitely have those folks that got married, settled down, have kids. And it's like they're a whole different person. Yeah. We don't even speak anymore. And I'm like, I used to do this, that, and a third with you. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> yeah, I know those folks. And shout out to them. They, they got to do what they got to do. But I felt like, this is who I am and I'm not going to change um, just because, you know what I mean? I understand. Um, and I'm always growing, trying to learn and improve myself and be a better mom. But at the same time, I'm also, you know, I'm Margie and I'm going to be me till the day I motherfucking die. All right. Bet that. Okay. All right. So thank you so much for coming on again. Hey, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. And um, tell us how we find you, Rashad. Please plug oh, yourself right for now. Sure. So uh, if you want to hear my podcast, it's Thoughts Pending Pod uh, on pretty much all uh, podcasting platforms, Spotify, SoundCloud, iTunes. Yep. Um, all you can that. find me on Twitter. I still get on there a lot. Shadow Solo. Uh, Shadow Solo on Instagram. Uh, Thoughts Pending with no G on Twitter and Thoughts Pending Pod on Instagram for all podcast updates and all that good stuff. And yeah. I'm probably going to do one more episode for the end of the year, but it's like a closing episode. So yeah, check me out. Make sure you listen to that. Subscribe, check him out, listen to all his episodes. And uh, make sure you follow, like, and um, comment on BBM on Instagram. It's BBM podcast underscore. You can also follow me, your host, Margie at Mava underscore Marge on Instagram. And um, anytime you subscribe to uh, BBM, you get an alert that lets you know whenever an episode drops. So make sure you do that. All right. So um, thank you so much again. And um, you will be back for sure. All right. All right. I'm going to bring you back on my joint too. Period. All right. Until next time. Bye, guys. Peace. Bye.